This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're just uh, talking bad about people in here. It's just fantastic. Uh, we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams with their help. They can help you to Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Get your Rocket Mortgage on, son. 855-212-4CBS is our toll-free line. Brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Pharrellonthebench.com rules. It's the best handicapping site for picks. All of my college and pro plays are up. They're all posted and ranked for this week's games in college and pro. Baseball every night. Hockey every night, every game. Boxing, MMA, every big fight. Hoops coming. You can feel it. Try it. You'll like it. PharrellOnTheBench.com. Sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. Everybody's doing it. They just won't admit it. All right. So, that was pretty funny, Shep. I got to admit. So, I love the way you save those for me. And then I see you once a month and you play those funny clips uh, of people. What's a year? Well, is it once a year you do it? No, I mean, when, when I get to work with you guys, well, like once every six months. Come on, we work together more than that. Like every couple months, I do something with you, don't I? Last time I worked with you guys was like five months ago. Really? No, I'll take it. I'm lucky to be in that space, trust me. Is it, but no, you've been here before that. It's been a while. Really? Really. Anyway, uh, so Shep played me some very funny clips of uh, some people's work around here. And uh, it was really funny. It's so funny, I can't even play it on the air because it'll get me fired. <laughs> He's exposing people <laughs> in this place. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not exposing. I just feel like as, as, a, as a network, it's so important. And uh, just stop talking before you get fired. You're going you're gonna to no, get fired. I, I, just don't. Don't even say it. Let, let, me, let me hang myself. Thanks. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it, there's no reason to say anything. No one even knows what we're talking about here. So it's not, there's no point in continuing. I'm not being mean to you either. Just there's no point in this. Cindy in San Diego on the fan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Don't you feel better now, Shep, that I got out of it instead of the car crash that was about to happen? Uh, go ahead, Cindy. Hey, Pharrell. It's nice to talk to you. Hey, good to talk to you. I, I get off on a 12-hour shift, and I love listening to you on the way home. Wow, that's a, that's a long day you had there. Yeah, and you tell it like it is, so that's what I love about it. Well, there you go. Thank you. So, even though I live in San Diego, I grew up in Iowa, and I'm a diehard Iowa fan, and I actually still have my season football tickets. Wow. Do you like uh, living in San Diego? How can you not? Well, I've lived here for 31 years, so. Well, I guess so, then. I guess that says it all. <laughs> I love my Hawkeyes. So, wait. Let, let me get this straight. You, you, you've lived here for 31 years, but you still have Iowa football season tickets? What Do you, do you go uh, back? Oh, you betcha. I'm going to be there Saturday night, man. So you go to all the games? Oh, no. I can't do that. Can't afford that. Right. How many do you go to a year? One or two? Uh, At least two, sometimes three, maybe four. And what do you do? Sell the tickets? 
Um, I either give them to my friends or family if they want them, or sometimes I put them out on the market. And yeah. A wise, man, a wise man once said, screw your friends. <laughs> make well, your... believe me, there's, there's been a couple times where I've had to bite my lip because I'm like, man, I could be making some serious cash. Right. They got another big game. game this week, don't they? Yeah, it's Penn State. I'm going to be there. There's nothing like Kinnick at night. Yeah, I like, uh, at I, night. I like Iowa in that game, but a uh, very dangerous pick because I think, uh, frankly, that Penn State's a better football team. Well, that may be. Our defense is, our defense is awesome. Like, like our, I said, I, I, bet on, I bet on Iowa, like I said, but I, I think it's a dangerous way to make a living because uh, I just I think uh, Penn State's looked better than uh, Iowa. Look, Iowa couldn't even score against Michigan. And, well, uh, and basically now, Michigan couldn't either. Well, they scored once and they won. So, yeah, well, I mean, they were at home, so we'll give them that. Well, there you go. But you didn't score, so you you got to be real focused here, Cindy. If you're not scoring, you're not doing well. So they, well, have, they have to be able to score against Penn State or they're going to lose again. Yeah, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. So it should, it should was, be a good game. I was drinking. I was busy drinking beers by the beach watching the game on Saturday. So yeah, it's got to be a it's got to be a rough life for you there. Uh, where do you live in La Jolla, or where do you live? Oh, no. No, I'm poor. I live out east, but I, I go to the beach bar to watch the game. All right. Well, where is out east? Where where do you live? Oh, sorry. Um, oh, jeez. What's the name of the town? Well, it's San Diego, but I'm close to Santee. Okay. All right. Well, I like it all over the place there. I think it's fantastic. And uh, good luck with the Hawkeyes this Saturday. Should be fantastic. Uh, it's always nice going to the beach on uh, Saturday mornings to watch your team play because it's at like 9 a.m. there and you could sit at the beach and have coffee and watch your team on your phone or whatever, on your tablet or whatever it is. And uh, you're sitting at the beach watching the waves come in and the sun come up and uh, everybody else is freezing their ass off and miserable and getting a cold and flu. I noticed that too about living in Huntington Beach, to be honest with you. Uh, I never like knock on wood. I was like never sick because you're just it's that you know that sunny Southern California always awesome weather. Like you know Carver High when we went there and it rained for four days. Yeah, I didn't see the sun once in California. Can you believe so. that? That Not is once. the first I've I've never once in my life seen four straight days of nothing but just black clouds. It was the worst. <laughs> I mean, it was the worst. Carver, I blame me, actually, for that. I thought that was weird. I was like, what did I have to do with it? Jack in Pittsburgh on the fan. Scotty, what's up, brother? Hey, dude. What'd you think? It was Mike Lang night tonight. The Penguins celebrated by getting bent over. Laid an egg, brother. Laid an egg. They man. suck. I'm, I'm they they suck. Yeah, Their yeah. season's yeah, going to be a were, nightmare. That's what these people were saying here, man, your colleagues, about that. that they're just... Uh, Every year they're getting older, older, brought some young guys in, but they're just, they're not, they're not there. They're well, it's amazing there. that uh, it's tough for everyone to swallow because they won back-to-back Stanley Cups. So they're yep. very, they're very spoiled there. And they're, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, it's, it's all very, Absolutely. I think the league's very cyclical. I think that, uh, you know, they're always a decent team. Uh, and then every, you know, uh, 10, 15 years, they seem to have a run and win a cup. So 
I mean, they've done it uh, in whatever. Yeah, they won back to back. You're right. That's about that's about that's a fair estimate right there. That they every ten years they win like one or two, and then they start depleting it. Right, like they won in they won in 91, 92, 09, yep, yep. 16, and yep. 17. So you do the math. But all you know I know, your penguins, brother. Uh, yeah, you know your penguins. it's a great organization, but it's not. They're going through, I think, some uh, lean time right now. I, I don't think they're any good. Hey, hey, Scotty, you mentioned earlier. Hey, is that is that a factor? Is that a national media thing about Mike Tomlin going to the Redskins? Is that some kind of joke? No, it's or not. You, it's not a joke. It's are not. Are you serious? Yeah, it's not a joke. That that uh, that, that's, that's a lateral move. He's worse than damn. Uh, he's worse than Gruden. No, no, he's I, not. He's got to uh, just stop. Just stop. Just stop yourself. He went to two Super Bowls, bro. That's a tough one there from Jack. Jack just hit a foul ball right behind home plate. The catcher caught it. End of the inning. Things were going well. You're talking Langer. You're getting everything everything cooking. Penguin cups. And and then he puts Tomlin in the same category as Jake Rudin. Please. I mean, come on, Jack. Just please. And listen, I'll believe it when I see it. uh, And here's the thing. I really don't, and I hate to sound sound like the Chinese thing again. I just don't care. I, I don't care if Mike Tomlin goes to the Washington Redskins. He will regret. He will rue the day that he goes there because that organization is bad luck. I'm telling you, there's something about it. They got a black cloud hanging over. It's a black cloud diner, Shep, right over there uh, in in D.C. The the uh, Redskins organization, black cloud diner. That's all there is to it. I mean, these guys, Snyder and Allen, how funny are these two convincing the, the you know, they've, they've convinced each other that they know what they're doing and no one else on the face of the earth in the entire state or anywhere in the entire D.C., anywhere, the entire area, the, the Beltway, everywhere, there's no one that thinks they're anything less than idiots. I mean, honestly. L.J. in Virginia. Hey, how's it going? Hey, man. Hey, huge uh, fan of the show. Thanks. Always listen every night. Uh, hey, so I'm a huge Islanders fan here. Look, I know it's only been three games, but, man, we're looking slow. What's going on with Varlamov, man? What do we got to do? We got to turn things around. Well, Carver Hodge, the, uh, the resident Islander expert. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for his opinion, man. What do we got to do? We got to turn things around. What, what are we looking for? Yeah, look, LJ, I think it's – I know it's simple to say, but I got to go more than three games before we get crazy here. I really do. Uh, the whole team sucked tonight, just bottom line. I mean, everybody was bad. They, were, they weren't great home opener Friday. They played well and beat Winnipeg Sunday. Well, what, was, what was the deal with the, like, only 9,000 people showed up? I thought that place uh, well, always a, sells I got, got 6,000 excuses on Sunday. I tried saying it was a bad job, and I was told everything from um, we got to get up early for work on a, you know, on a Monday morning. I didn't know that. I mean, when you go to the game on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night, don't you got to get up for work? It's not a problem, early then. then. I was told, uh, you know, NFL, the Jets and the Giants both played at 1 on Sunday. Right. Uh, I was told. When was uh, the game? Was it at 7, 7? o'clock? It was 7 o'clock seven. Sunday night. 7, yep. So you were out of there by 9.45, 9.50. But I got a billion excuses, so I'm not talking attendance anymore until they move into that new place because I'm wrong, apparently. Grew up 10 minutes from the place, lived there my whole life, but I don't know anything about the Nassau Coliseum anymore, so it's uh, that simple. But Look, LJ, I, w- I wouldn't go too crazy, man. I, I really wouldn't. There's plenty of time. Uh, we all know what's wrong here, LJ. They didn't go get a big score in the offseason. It's the same definitely, team as definitely. last. It's the same team as last year, and clearly they want to try win two one every night. And some nights that ain't going to work. And tonight was one of those nights. 
Well, hopefully Corn can turn around uh, Varlamov. We can get some score and maybe pick pick up somebody with a trade or something. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, tonight's tough. They're not the making first, any trades anytime soon. The first soon. two goals were bad. They also gave the Oilers about $6 billion power plays yeah, tonight. But didn't one guy have four That's goals? True. James Neal had four goals tonight. And they yeah. gave the Oilers – the Oilers had like six or seven power plays. The Islanders had one. If you have a guy so. have a hat trick, nine out of ten dentists prefer you're going to lose the game. If a guy has four goals, you aren't winning the game. No, no chance. So that's that. And you let some old guy score four goals against you. It was a bad night. Listen, I know how it feels. My team sucks uh, right now, and and I think they're going to suck, and it is what it is. So I don't – I'm not going to lose any sleep over it, I can tell you. But I will say this, that I have been pleasantly surprised, uh, Carver High, in my fandom of hockey again. Because, as you know, uh, I would, you know, and I know there's no NBA right now. These preseason games don't matter. But, like, if the NBA is on, I'm going to watch the NBA, right? But I have been watching hockey now, like, every night since it started. What, didn't it start, like, two weeks ago? Last Wednesday, yeah. Uh, So just a week? Just a week. Okay, well, I've been watching every – I've been watching a hockey game in here every single night, and I've had two on tonight. I had the Flames game on. They lost in overtime to the Kings, and I had on the uh, Boston 4-3 win over the uh, Knights. I've been enjoying hockey on uh, TV this year in uh, whatever, October, which to me, as as you know, I say many times on this show – Hockey for me does not begin until January first. Yeah, you usually wait till January before you really get into it. I think there's been a couple factors with that in the last week. Like you said, no NBA yet. So once the NBA starts, you'll probably have the West Coast NBA game on over the NHL game. And if I had an NBA and an NHL game on every night in here, I'd be happy. One right. Of each. And I also think that like tonight you had the you know, last night we had that Yankee game go till like quarter right. to one, one o'clock right. in the morning. That helped. So the baseball playoffs, um, you know, I think we'll get a maybe we'll get a late one tomorrow with the Dodgers and the Nats. We'll see. So and then is Thursday it, you have that football. Game, is that game start at what time? Either eight or eight thirty Eastern. One, one of those two. Oh, the Dodgers. Yes. And the other ones are like a five o'clock game yes, in Atlanta. Atlanta and St. Louis is five o'clock. So we'll get at least till roughly midnight. Right, and then Thursday you got Thursday night football. You got college games Friday night. So there's actually, uh, believe it or not, uh, I know that you don't care, but Appalachian State and Louisiana are both four and zero, four and one. That's a decent football when game. When is tomorrow. that Thursday? Tomorrow, tomorrow night. Oh, really? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, night. Well, now this is when you get into when the baseball's deuce. over. They start to the smaller conferences. You get those MAC games on Tuesday and Wednesday. Friday. And and these Conference USA games, you're going to get all this stuff. This is a Sunbelt war. A Sunbelt. There you go. So Both undefeated sun in the Sunbelt. I love it. 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right. 855-212-4CBS. 4227 is the number to get on the show. We want to hear from you. So I was just uh, in the kitchen, uh, Shep, and I heard, uh, I actually, I couldn't believe it. Uh, I had the TV on. I didn't touch it. It was on uh, Skip Bayless's show. Is that the guy? So I'm. I was in the uh, kitchen and I heard him say that uh, Aaron Rodgers is in uh, obvious decline. And I'm thinking to myself, what? Like, do you really think that Aaron Rodgers is in decline? That he's He's actually not good anymore. Like, is that not what that means? Decline means you're you're losing it, right? Correct. That that guy is not losing anything. 
okay? He is not in decline in my capacity. I got to tell you, my guy, Mike Lang, I love him so much. If you only knew. Like, I'm watching this tribute to him on NHL Network right now. People in Pittsburgh absolutely love that guy. I mean, you have no idea how much they love him. I love him so much. Like, if I could only tell you. Uh, This guy had such an influence on me, if you only knew. Like, not only uh, did I know him well, but he was so, so unbelievable to me. 71 years old now. He's getting up there, right? So uh, he's got a lot of mileage on that uh, face of his from uh, calling hockey games every, every night of his life. You know what I mean? Like, every year for years and years. So, uh, But this guy, just so you know, like, I just want to tell you a story about him. So when I was a kid, uh, he was, you know, calling Penguin games. And I just thought the world of him, I just, he was my hero. And I just thought he was so entertaining, just so unbelievably different than all the rest, right? The guy stood out like a sore thumb. There was no one on the radio in, in the NHL that called a game like him. You can't even deny it. The guy was like, he had all these, you know, sayings and everything. He did all that crazy stuff. You know who does it now like him is Randy Moeller. Have you ever seen that guy? He does all the movie lines. and Well, a lot of people do a lot of crazy stuff now. Oh, they all do it because they all they all want to be him. <laughs> now, I know none of them will admit that, but they all, they all do the shtick now, right? So um, I was, you know, young guy, whatever, and I was covering the Penguins, and he knew I was half crazy. And um, he knew I just worshipped him, and he knew that I wanted to do it, like that I wanted to, you know, call games. And uh, I'd never done it before. And then when uh, Atlanta Thrashers hired me as their play-by-play voice, you know, I'm sure a a lot of people didn't like that decision. That's fine, too. Uh, I I don't care. It was the art of the deal, and I stole the deal, and that was it. And... Uh, I called the games. I did 82 games. I was, uh, I know I was entertaining. I know I was never boring. And I know that team was the most atrocious team in the history of the league. It was like the worst team ever, right? It was, wasn't it like the worst team ever? So all we did was lose. It was the worst nightmare of my life, like doing it. Like I couldn't stand it. It was so bad. All he did was lose. And I had to sit there and entertain people with this loser. I mean, they were so bad, if I could only tell you. And this guy would, um, you know, when I was young, he literally, you know, I don't know. When I was able to drink, let's say, when I was 21 or whatever, and I was 23, I was back there working at CBS, and uh, I would go out, I'd have a drink with him, right? Like, he would uh, he would, he would, would have drinks out where I lived in Mount Lebanon at this place, and uh, I would go with him, and I'd have one, and uh, he would, you know, give me advice and stuff like that. And then uh, when I, you know, made it into the NHL and got to call games, Uh, He was always uh, great to me and was uh, always supportive of what I was doing. And my style was so crazy, you know, uh, and entertaining and funny and wild on the air. I was not like him where I did all the shtick. I just did uh, things differently, you know, like uh, you've heard me do my goal calls. They're completely make no sense whatsoever. But people liked it, right? So millions of fans loved it. And, and you know, stations around the country would, would run the clips of me calling these fights I did. I would embellish the fights, and that upset all these NHL purists. And the GM hated me, and the 
the you know all all the announcers in the league hated me. They all just were just thought I was just so not in the right place. Like they, none of them wanted me in their fraternity. You know what I'm saying? But uh, he never did that to me. Mike Lang never did that to me. He was always supportive and encouraging and friendly and loving and kind and just always had my back. Always. And uh, I mean, it was he was uh, it was incredible. And I I built this relationship with him where um, I would go every year to see the Penguins play like the Rangers or Devils uh, or Islanders. One of the three I would I would go every year to at least one game where I would I would be able to go say hi to Mike. Right. And uh, Paul Steigerwald and Bork and uh, the guys, you know, see all the uh, all the broadcasters. And it was, you know, uh it was really cool. Like last year, I went to Vegas to see him, and uh, they they always are surprised when I walk in the booth because they know like I'm, I'm they just know I'm coming at some point or another, and I always stop in and say hi to him. And I've seen him every single year of my life since I was uh, literally twenty twenty one twenty two years old. So I've been seeing Mike for over thirty years. I'm 54 years old now, and I've seen him every year for like at a game. I've gone to a game for like the last 30 plus years, and always seen him and, and followed the Penguins and loved him and, and cared about. Uh, always saying hi to Mike Lang and, and Paul Steigerwald and uh, you know Bob Erie and Phil Bork and all the guys, and uh, I just love him to death. And uh, he deserves everything. He deserves the accolades. He deserves the Hall of Fame. He deserves. Uh, tonight, uh, being honored by the city. They named the press box after him. And uh, he's just one of the most influential uh, people uh, in my entire life and career, Mike Lang. Uh, how much I think of him, if you only knew. I just think the absolute world of him. Here we go. Get in the fast lane, Grandma. The bingo game's about to roll. I love that one. Scratch my back with a hacksaw. She wants to sell my monkey. Buy Sam a drink and get his dog one, too. Hallelujah, Hollywood. Uh, you know, uh, there was a point where he had them down. Like, so they were so great, the ones he used. And then I thought, at, you know, toward the end, he started adding way too many of them. He had like A to Z, he had way too many. Like, honestly, well, it's like, like, what, like I mean, that people... one he had to think up after about seven Belvedere's on the rocks with about five olives. Well, you start thinking of that that's one. That's kind of what's happened now to to John Sterling with the Yankees. You know, it started with They were really good at the beginning. Of, a bunch of really good ones with those late nineties Yankees. And the, now you know, they're just terrible. Burn baby burn and and all that stuff and and then it just became so forced as the years went on and it had to be for every single player on the team. And you know <sighs> it used to be when he started doing that, it was the big guys. You know, Bernie had one. Right. And, you know, a couple of those other guys in, in that run did. And then it just became El Capitan. Didn't El Capitan, he do one? And then, you know, once to the Giambi days and A-Rod and everybody just started getting in there, everybody a had A-Bomb from A-Rod. Everybody had one. Now he's got... Like, like That was just another one. That we had a lot of snow that day, and he was stuck inside. <laughs> he thought that one up. I mean, honestly, there, there's just too many of them now, but he was the greatest ever, I thought. Uh, he's the best I ever heard. Yeah, do hockey. Now, I listen, I love Jiggs McDonald and everything, and there's guys that are better than him probably at calling a game. But uh, there was no one that, uh, in my view, had his personality. That Literally no one. There's a lot of guys that have been legendary NHL announcers, uh, for sure, Hall of Famers and everything else. But uh, I, I think he's one of a kind. 
I think he stood out like no other. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. So did you see, uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, uh, Art Bryles, you know, he's coaching in high school down in Texas. He's How's head. that going for him? Well, he's in trouble already. No way. That can't be possible. So they today, said he was rehabilitated. So today, uh, a six-member district executive committee uh, reprimanded his school in Mount Vernon, Texas, the Mount Vernon Tigers. Allegedly, uh, they had uh, they were ruled Tuesday to have moved into uh, players and moved into the district for athletic purposes. Uh, which is uh, two of his players were ruled Tuesday to have moved into the district for athletic uh, purposes, which is illegal. And so they're saying that they may strip them of up to five victories. Um, there you go. Uh, they have planned to appeal the decision, which was uh, described as a sudden reversal of field. Anyway... These out-of-state kids were the answer to the biggest problem Bryles had coming in, but kids were short and tall kids were skinny. Vernon went out to a 5-0 and start with a handful of kids who arrived in Mount Vernon after Bryles got there uh, starting for the team. So immediately uh, he started bringing in players, and I guess it's illegal. Who knows? I don't know anything about it. I just know he's in trouble. So, uh, listen... No one can deny a guy could coach, right? It's the stuff that went on off the field that uh, doomed him, right? Didn't all of his the players were raping women, and he let yeah, him, he, and he yeah, let him play. Had a bad situation down there. Uh, Rand, Rob Manfred says the A's could move to Las Vegas. What do you think? Do you think that's just a threat? Do it tomorrow. Just do it. Just get him over there. Move him to Henderson. That uh, the the rumors of the Diamondbacks, I guess, now don't matter. They go get the A's. They'll take whoever well, they can here's, get. Here's what we do know, and we've said this for a while here. There is going to be baseball in Las Vegas, okay? The league clearly wants right. it. We've now heard smoke with two teams moving there, Arizona and the A's. So you know they're well, getting smoke, it sooner, there's fire. sooner rather than later they're getting a baseball there. So uh, your boy Rob Gronkowski will be working for Fox this week, I'm assuming, on the Thursday Night Patriots game. How convenient. Uh, what did Brady say? Which record means the most to him? I think uh, having a lot of perspective on things like this is where I, I like to come from. I don't believe that football is an individual sport, so any individual accomplishment to me is always a team uh, accomplishment. There's nothing you can accomplish football uh, without everybody else doing their job, and I think I've always taken the football because of that. I'm not a golfer. I don't play tennis. You look at some of these individual sports, and yeah, it's amazing, and they're great accomplishments, but I think the joint sports for me is the relationships that I built with my teammates with my coaches and with the organizations that I've represented. I will say this. There's um, no I in TB12. Yeah, I, I can't even read any more of it before I puke. But I but I, I have to tell you that, like, playing basketball for me has uh, – I've made so many friends playing basketball. Even the guys I hate, I'm friends with. You know what I mean? Like, I, I – there's – you know, you got, like, enemies you play against, the, you're – the. The teams don't like each other. There's players that don't like each other. There's, It gets real competitive, ultra competitive and vi- and violent and physical and a lot of trash talking and arguing and shoving and pushing and everything. But uh, at the end of the day, believe it or not, even the guys that I've had the worst fights with, I'm, I'm for the most part friends with. Like literally 80, 90% of them I'm friends with even guys that don't like me. Uh, I get along with them because of the game. We just like playing basketball. So we all, you know, 
we seem to get along, even the ones that, you know, don't like each other. Everyone still just likes to ball, so they're like, let's just let's play basketball and forget about it. So I just think sports does bring out uh, those relationships for sure. I think that guys that play, you'll say, you'll hear them say all the time that they miss the, the camaraderie and the friendships and the relationships with their teammates. And I have made so many friends playing basketball, I can't even tell you. So the Pats and Chiefs are the front runners in the AFC. Who's the third best team, uh, Carver High? Do you think? Is it your Bills? Uh, you know, record-wise right now they are, but I'm not sure. I, I don't think that you could put them on a, a level yet. You know, with their defense, you can. I think you can put their defense in a territory where they could be the third best team. But I, I, I think we still need to see more from teams like the Chargers. No, they've started slow. Right. I, I don't think they've looked good. They have not looked good. You know, the Browns have started slow. We know where they're at. The, yeah, they're not All good. those teams in the South are 3-2 and two or 2-3, two and three, whether it be the Texans and the Colts and the Titans and Jags. This is a good year for the Bills to have a strong D and a favorable schedule. So, uh... So right now you're gonna say, and I can't even believe this computer is like 1984. Do you think it? Do you think it'll like ever work? Ever? Do you, the, like while I work here, do you think at any point? Like honestly, like this this equipment here sucks so bad. Like it's such backward ass, like 55 year old computers. They don't even work. I mean, it is so embarrassing. Like I sit in here, I try to pull up an NFL standing. It takes five Pharrellian minutes for it to come up. Like, are you kidding me? Jesus Christ. Honestly, it's just unbelievable. I'm still waiting. I started talking about this five minutes ago. I don't even care who's the third best team anymore. Someone come in and clean these things, for Christ's sakes. They got enough uh, viruses on them to, to have the flu. Braden in Pennsylvania. Hey, how you doing, Scott? I've been better. I think the Colts are the best third, third best team. Anyway, go ahead. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm a big Pens fan here. Uh, I'm from Butler, Pennsylvania. I'm not sure if you know where that is. I know you're a of course, Mount Of guy. course I know where it is, dude. I, I grew um, up in Pittsburgh. God almighty. You don't think I know where Butler is? Well, of course you do. I'll tell you what, we're not big uh, big friends here being a Butler native here. Uh, Mount Lebanon and Butler don't have a great rivalry. So. Yeah, I don't I don't care about any of that. Like, I, I just I'll think I, that we're both from Pittsburgh. That's the way I look at it. Do you think I care about Mount Lebanon and, and uh, about Butler? Like, seriously, I just say I'm from Pittsburgh. Exactly. Well, I'll tell you this. I'm a diehard Pens fan. Uh, I was just wondering what direction that you believe this Penguins organization is going in personally. I think that Jim Rutherford at the helm has lost a lot of trades. He's had a lot of really bad contracts under his uh, under his oath here. Yeah. Uh, you didn't you didn't mind him when they were winning back to back Stanley Cups, though, right? You, he was well, he was doing good. He was doing Jack, good then, right? Well, I tell you what, you signed Jack Johnson to a five year deal. You know, in the in the latter half of his prime, uh, you know, I, I just think that uh, it was a bad Bill, deal. It was a bad deal. Now look, uh, with the cap and everything else, and you know, you win back to back cups. You, this is what happens. Look at the Blackhawks. Yeah. Look at the Kings. The same things happening yeah. to the Penguins. That's all there is to it. No one can say anything about Jim Rutherford. They won two straight Stanley Cups. So how quickly you forget? I mean, like, honest to God. Like, obviously, they suck right now, and that's it. It is what it is. And so, blame whoever you want. Uh, next, you'll be blaming Sullivan, and you'll want to fire Rutherford and Sullivan, and that's what all they, that's all they ever do in the NHL is fire people. 
That's all they ever do. So, you know what? I, I love my five Stanley Cups up on my uh, fireplace mantle. I love them. I mean, I can't get enough of them. Carver, how you like your four Stanley Cups? They look nice up there in yeah, the rafters. they sure do. You love looking. You talk about the barn. Let me tell you, the best thing that ever happened in that barn is those four years, right? So no one ever forgets when you win, but how quickly they forget that you win them when you're not going well, and then you start blaming everybody. Look, they're older. They're not as good. They don't have the talent. They don't have the speed. They don't have anything that they had. In fact, uh, the goalies, you know, one guy, he's, he gets injured every month. I, I don't trust him as far as you can spit. Devon in Dallas. Hey, what's up, Ross? I got you. Oh, I got you. Hey, I just wanted to uh, talk to you about, you know, the Oilers and the, you know, the Capitals with the, you know, Ovechkin, McDavid, and, you know, even Penguins, uh, right. the Crosby. Which one do you think is the best? Uh, of, of, uh, of all the, uh, oh, you mean the, the players in the league now? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Who you oh, you mean of, of all the, the great teams that have won the Cup, you mean? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, obviously, I think the uh, the Gretzky teams were the best, and I think that the uh, Montreal Canadiens winning 24 of them, you can't deny that, but uh, everyone hates the French-Canadian uh, people. So people can't stand them, but I don't care. I think the organization was great. Uh, it's not anymore. I think the Penguins and Islanders and Red Wings, uh, and you know, I'll put I'll put the Blackhawks and and uh, you know, L.A. Kings somewhere in there at, at some capacity, right? Uh, is that about right, uh, Carver High? I mean, I, I think the Bruins have had a lot of success. But the, you can't deny the Penguins five Stanley Cups or the uh, Islanders four Stanley Cups. The Islanders have not won one in forever, but they got four, so that's all that matters. I mean, and you know what? I mean, those are the best teams ever. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's really hard to pick one or two. Rank the best teams ever, franchises. I mean, it's easy. It's easy. Just line up who's got the most cups. But I mean, those, good, but the Gretzky one. teams, I think, would have slaughtered everyone. Yeah, I mean, look the. Islanders beat the Gretzky team in their first year. First year. You know, the, the fourth Islander Cup was against that Gretzky team. and then When the, they were raw. And then the next year, the last year the Islanders made the final, you know, they lost in the final to that Gretzky team. Right. So they played two years in a row in the final. And beat them and, and lost. And the last one of the Islanders Just like dynasty. the Penguins and Red Wings. Right. 8-08 and, and 09. And then the first one of the Oiler dynasty. So, right. um, you know, those two teams dominated the 80s. Do you like uh, Patty Marlowe going home or is he finished? Whatever, he's done. All right. Now, here you go. The Canadians, Leafs, uh, Canes, Rangers, Flames, Knights, and Predators, Blackhawks are the final eight uh, of the best fans. Yeah, it's a, it's a hack. My team uh, got eliminated. Thing in there. It's a, it's a hack uh, poll. You see the uh, Flyers have a new rage room at their I, arena. I thought that was pretty interesting. So they let fans go in there and just like uh, lose their If you get mad, like, you know, the ref makes a bad call, you give up a power play goal, you can go in there and smash the TV. That's pretty good. That is awesome. Uh, I, you know, there's so many other things I can't get into tonight. I just don't have time. Uh, I'll save all these for tomorrow. So let me say this. Uh, Johnny, really quick in South Carolina, I got 10 seconds. Uh, yeah, Scott, uh, how do you think the 
NFC West is going to check out? Uh, the NFC West, uh, I mean, I, I think, you know, that's a great race. And uh, we'll know more this weekend when the Rams play the Niners. Uh, I do not like the Rams' defense at all, so I'm not buying in. I actually think it's going to be more Seattle, San Francisco at this point. Don't forget, you can listen to all four hours of the show on the CBS Sports app. The Radio.com app, those are free. SiriusXM app and Ask Alexa. You never get preempted on the apps. If I'm not on because of play-by-play sports, just go to the apps. You're styling. Don't forget the podcast comes up after the show. At Scott Farrell, at On the Bench CBS, and on Facebook. Farrell on the Bench. And tomorrow morning as well. For Carver High and Shep, great job, Shep. I'm Farrell. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.